Hello, and welcome to That Money Lady Podcast with me, Audrey Heesh, your friendly money lady. Today, let's talk about why and why tax time is so incredibly stressful for many Americans. There was a survey I sent out a while ago that just asked, how do you feel about tax time? And my absolute favorite response to this day and it still has to like puts a big old smile on my face is they or they said they start off buried under a pile of blankets with a glass of wine and then slowly creep out to face the music one toe at a time (laughs) i think that we can all relate to that in some form a lot of the responses though were just very direct and said crisis situation I'm here to tell you, my friend, this is all very common, and I believe it is so common because our system is set up to be as painfully complicated, and that leads to confusion and uncertainty with how it all works. And when you have confusion and uncertainty, that leads to inaction or putting it off to the very last minute because it is just such an overwhelming task that you put it off, put it off, put it off, and then it's the deadline is coming and you're like, well, shit, gotta do it. (laughs) Oh, Rhea, we all have those tasks in some form or another. The common thread I see in entrepreneurs is with taxes particularly. And... It totally makes sense. We have not, our education has failed us tremendously in getting us the information to understanding this essential part of living in our society and that's paying taxes. I know there is definitely a camp of people that uh, subscribe to wanting to abolish taxes. I find them to be essential and a part of your civic duty because you're a part of the collective and that collective needs roads and libraries and schools. I do not have children. I am absolutely okay with my tax dollars going to schools because our, I fundamentally believe in education. I fundamentally believe in books and literacy. And so I believe in funding children's education in libraries. Um, but I do not have children that are going to be benefiting from these. I think it's just part of a well-balanced society and our taxes go to that. Uh, So I am not one to say everyone needs to be taxed at like 60%, but I am somebody that truly believes that taxes are an essential part of our society the problem I see and what I feel is the problem is the inequality within our tax system and the imbalance of how who pays what and how the efficiency of those tax dollars being spent those are three different camps but that is from my perspective um so with that part of that is the complication our tax system is very complicated and convoluted 
and at least the filing of the taxes does not have to be. There are many countries in our on our globe that does not require you to pay money to file the taxes that their tax regulators already have access to. That's the part that I, it boggles my mind how much we pay every year as individuals to file our taxes when our when the IRS has all that information. All of that information has already been fed into the IRS. Why do we then have to pay again to say these are the things with that you already have access to? These are the documents you already have access to. This is the information you already have access to. Why, why are we paying additional for that? And a big chunk of that is from lobbyists, uh, particularly through Intuit, they have heavily lobbied Congress for decades to make to get it to where the paid services are more appealing than providing the funding to our tax regulators to create the system to make free filing available and accessible. To me, that is a problem. That is putting profits over people and diminishing people's rights to be able to freely and openly, or let me back that up a minute, to be able to easily and seamlessly be able to just file their taxes. It does not have to be this super stressful, overwhelming task that it it has turned into for many people. And let me... I, of the easily accessible and affordable accounting softwares for small business owners, QuickBooks is what I use, which is Intuit. Um, so I don't want to, I, I say that for full transparency. It is the best accounting, uh, small business accounting software that's easily available that I've experienced through my years. It is the one I personally use, and it is the one that when my clients are ready to get into a tax, uh, an accounting software, that is the one I tend to recommend. There are, but like I said, they're not the, they, more often than not, they put profits over people. And so it is that double-edged sword and I'm just telling you this to be fully transparent with you. I am all about full transparency and I think it's essential so that you make, so you, the audience, can make an, a, a decision that fully aligns with you. You see the full picture. And so that's why I wanted to touch on that and I, just to, yes. So. That is what I'm talking about when I say people, when the motto people over profit has been construed as you should never, you cannot make a profit. You need to give everything away. No matter how hard you work, everything gets given. That is not what that, the meaning behind that motto. What that means is you make decisions that don't actively diminish other people simply to profit. That is the core of 
that saying. You are here, yes, as business owners, especially for-profit business owners. The whole point is to make a profit because for many entities, well, for many small businesses, that is how you get paid. The problem is when you choose your payment and that ballooning your payment over what's in the best interest of who you're serving. That is the fundamental principle of people over profit because we have seen on a huge scale how conglomerates and monopolies are choosing to increase prices when they're making billions in profit when they are actively diminishing our civic duty of just simply paying taxes. It's really difficult to navigate our system as it is and our tax system in particular has been under attack for decades and let's be real our entire country at least in so our in the united states our country was colonized based on a big middle finger to the tax man (laughs) so it's deeply ingrained into many people's identities to hate the irs but our tax system has been under attack for decades and that tax system is not the problem they are the checks and balances they ha- the IRS has no control over how much information they get. They are just supposed to handle what they are given. On top of Congress is who decides what they work with. So Congress decides the laws and the IRS has to enforce them. Congress decides what the IRS's budget is and the IRS has to work within that, knowing how much they are going, by estimating how much they're going to be getting in and still trying to cover all their bases of the necessities. This is why the continued degradation of the IRS has been so painful for all of us Americans. It's, if you've ever tried to call the IRS, it's hours on hold with terrible hold music and because people tend to be not as excited (laughs) to be on hold for that long or the issue that they're contacting the IRS agent with the people in the call center are generally not in the best of moods I've from my experience because of how they get treated because of how The process is for us, the taxpayer, to get to the point of actually talking to a human. And that's a problem all around for all of us. And a year ago, the Inflation Reduction Act was passed and it dedicated so much needed funds to the IRS. And one of the things that they immediately were able to implement and ramp up was their call times their call times dropped dramatically they were able to get so much more calls through and help americans with essentially simple solutions a call center is for simple solutions people just need to know 
where to go for something or um, what form to fill out or any number of issues that they happen to have. And they were able to do that through just simple funding. The IRS is, if you, you can see a graph of what their funding was and how it dramatically just dropped. I think it was in the, I want to say 70s. I do not have the chart actually up. Hindsight. Uh, Next time I will plan better on that aspect. But um, it's, it's a night and day difference because you can see how much the funding has gone down while their load has gone up. The money, there's so much more money circulating now. There's so many more just humans right now than there was 50 years ago. And so that just means their workload is rising while the money to be able to handle that is going down. Think about as a business owner. If you are trying to work on a dinosaur system, which I've personally seen it, the IRS is working on a dinosaur system. If you are working within a system that is so outdated compared to what everyone else is doing and everyone else that has the ability to to pivot easily and on their own volition, it's led to a lot of pain. And when you have that pain point within your system, people no longer trust you. When they cannot get, when they're spending hours on the phone to get a hold of a potentially grumpy call center person because they've been yelled at all day long, (laughs) it it degrades your faith and your ability, your faith and your belief in that system. And whether you're in the camp of no taxes for, like, you should not have to pay taxes at all, or some taxes are necessary, or we should raise taxes wherever you are on that scale, currently, our system need is there. And it's not looking like it's going away anytime soon. So we need to be able to have a functioning tax system and when we have that functioning system just even as a small business owner think about it when you have a let me go back to that correlation when you have your system that isn't working and it's slow and it's painful and it doesn't make sense and it's outdated by decades and it crashes because it's outdated. I don't know if it their system actually crashes. I'm just using this as a small business, like from the perspective of a small business owner. And it's no longer serving your, your clients. You pivot. Because what's important is to be able to provide at the minimum, the base level services that you say you're going to provide, that you should be able to provide. 
And so that's why the IRS, the funding of the IRS is so important. And the reason I am going on this rant and this soapbox about this, it's not that I am, like, the IRS is the end-all be-all and they are the, on a golden platform. No, <laughs> not at all. They are... My issue lies in the continual degradation of that essential system, and it's definitely through Congress. Um, like last week, the House of Representatives passed, advocated, and passed for the IRS to be defunded by the amount of the Inf Inflation Reduction Act that got passed that dramatically increased the productivity and the efficiency of the IRS to make sure that they're actually taking care of our needs, not our wants, not our desires, our needs. They're processing forms faster. They are answering calls faster. They were, they're releasing a free tax filing services. This is what they're working on. And that bill that got passed through the House cut that to fund the war in Israel. However you feel about that situation, cutting the funding to the IRS is not the solution. What that would have done, the projections, with taking that $14 billion from the IRS would have added about $26 billion to the deficit. Why is that? Because what the IRS is, is the checks and balances within our system. They are the ones that say, okay, here are the laws that Congress passed. I'm just here to make sure that everyone is accountable to that. Because currently, when over the decades, you can see clearly that people that with the earned income credit were the highest audited group. When you take the earned income credit, you are in the lower tax bracket. You need a little bit of extra help, and there is nothing wrong with that. What it does, though, is it puts you on a shorter list to be audited. Why? Because it is so much simpler and easier to audit somebody who isn't making a lot of money. That just makes sense. As a business owner, when you were making, starting out, and let's say you started out and you made, or you only had like $5,000 in income, that was a lot easier to track. That was a lot easier to file your taxes. That was a lot easier to find the receipts and the information. That just makes sense. But as you balloon, and when you get to that 100000 when you get to that 500000 when you get to that million dollar mark, there are so many more transactions. There is so many more information that you need to keep track of and make sure it's all aligned and accountable and properly accounted for. That's all an audit does, is to make sure that those transactions are within the confines of the law. And there are times I think the part, the scary part of the audit is where you're like, I don't know if it is. I've just been told by 
Sally Sue, that this is what she does. This is where financial literacy comes into play, my friend. Uh, there are so much bad advice going around with what you can and cannot take that always, always, always make sure that you consult a financial professional that knows your unique needs and within your unique tax situation because from your business to your personal that is a wide range of your financial information that it's very important that somebody who knows your full picture is able to help walk you through what is and isn't allowable to make sure that everything is aligned and you're taking the right steps based on whether you're talking about deductions for your business or your personal. But with that, I, that was the side tangent. So <laughs> the, the taxes, our tax system is so underfunded that they need that quick win because it takes probably only a couple weeks to audit small a couple smaller taxpayers so they get the stats to say hey I was able to audit this many people when somebody that's making millions of dollars that is a harder process that takes a a more experienced and trained auditor B more money to pay that auditor and see just like a strategical, a strategical, I know English, a more strategic approach to how to implement that fairly and across the board. I cannot emphasize enough, this is why the IRS keeps being defunded and attacked because when they get the money, that is when they are able to go after the more high income earners. The high income earners are the ones that are in the ears and funding our politicians. This is why, on a completely side note, we need to get money out of politics because this is detrimental to our society because now we have a bunch of people who are so mad at the IRS because they're not providing the basic fun functions that they should be to all of us why are small income earners getting audited at a way higher rate than high income earners because there's not enough money to be able to do that and so when you do that the high income earners are able to take a little more leeway be in that gray area or straight up red area of what is and isn't allowable within the confines of our tax laws and our laws in general. It's all strategic and that is why we are here to spill the tea and let's talk about these things. If you have any input or perspective on what we talked about today, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at gracefulpenny and let's chat, let's talk about it because I, I am very passionate about all of this. We need a complete, I believe we need a shift in perspective on what our priorities are. And the more we understand what the root 
problem of our priorities are, that's when we can then start making informed decisions and advocating for what is right for us as an individual, as a business owner, and as a society. That is, because when I'm talking to people, sometimes, or almost every time, there is a fundamental issue that one of us isn't, hadn't considered. And when you start considering different perspectives, that is when you're able to make a well-rounded, fully informed decision that can really project you. And really start making sure that it aligns with your values and your beliefs. If you are someone that subscribes to the IRS is the devil. <laughs> I can understand that because it's it is painful to talk to them sometimes and it isn't always a straight line. It's just all they're there for is for accountability. If you are not holding yourself accountable in within the confines of the law, it's it's just their job to make sure that you are. And if accountability is scares you or is something that you do not wish to be under then I can understand why you don't want the IRS to get funding this podcast is all about talking about it and spilling the tea because I think that the more opinions we get out there and the more understanding we have the better off we're gonna be and I hope y'all have a wonderful day and Thank you for listening.